Welcome to the Four Thorns podcast brought to you by the Indiana Daily Student. As always, I'm Mary-Kate Hamilton alongside Stefan, Matt, and Dylan. And guys, this might be our most dramatic podcast ever. Oh boy, here we go. We do this every week. (laughs) We do do it every week, but I think this week was especially good. It was a three-hour long episode and it got off to kind of a slow start. And then just absolutely exploded at the end. But as always, we're going to go in chronological order. And the first part of this episode where the last episode left off was, of course, the Alea saga. Now, Peter decided to go against his word. And he said that she could come back. He gave her a rose. And then all the girls were mad. And lo and behold, Peter sent her home for a second time. Good for him, honestly. It's probably the first time he's thrown out any kind of backbone this season. And even like in the midst of the, you know, letting her back and then kicking her off again, at least he didn't just let her stay because at that point, then he was just like making it worse than it already was. It, it probably, I mean, it was already bad as it was, but I think the first time he actually like made a decision on this show because he hasn't really done much actual making a choice to this point in the show. Yeah, I think, I think the women on the show made a fair point after Leia was sent home and, and saying that. Obviously, they weren't happy with him kind of second-guessing and, and bringing Alea back, but in the end, him actually making some sort of decision, as Cohen had mentioned, was really important, I think, for them. And I think another thing that the producers maybe – or it wasn't even maybe the producers, just like how much time the show has on to air, make, made the situation look a little worse just because episode last week ends with Alea coming on, and we got a whole week – before kind of he sends her back home. So it makes it look like this went on a little bit longer. But if you just think about like had that episode just continued last week, it all would have been a little bit quicker and kind of would have made it seem like he never really second-guessed it too much. I don't know. I'm not one to defend Peter, but maybe in this situation, at least at least he made a decision. I know it was stupid of him to, to bring her back in the first place, but he kind of came to his senses after the women approached him and were like, what, what is going on? And I, I think I think in the end he did the right thing. Yeah, shout out to the producers for previewing the rest of the season after last week and making it seem like this was going to be this huge thing for it to, like, right when this episode starts, Peter just sends her home and it's just, like, over. So, I mean, they do always do a good job making things seem more dramatic. So, like, for the the drama fans out there, they're probably all disappointed she went home and that was resolved. But, I mean, it still kind of lingered because they were still pretty upset with him that she did come back and she did take time away from people. Um, but yeah, I think overall it was a good decision because he realized like, Oh man, like all these women are really upset with me. And I think just, it was just a numbers game and he felt overwhelmed by it. And he was just like, you know, if is not the one anyways, why cause make her come back and, you know, make everybody else in the house mad and make this even more difficult process than it already is. Process. I was supposed to say process. I guess what is it? Journey. <laughs> Journey. Journey that already is. Whatever. <laughs> he said process on the show. He though. Did. I texted Liv about that because we were talking about it. But we have a Liv Elston mention three <laughs> minutes in. There we go. Box. That's chat. A I hope you had the under on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with all of you, which I think might happen a lot Sheesh. in this particular That's podcast. Fine. I think but so too. In my opinion, it was. It looked even worse on Peter to bring her back and then send her home again. In my opinion, if he had stuck to his gut, he said he has a connection with her, he wanted her to be back, then sending her home again, to me, makes him look even more wishy-washy than letting her come back in the first place. And I just... Somebody said, I think it was Matt, you said he finally st- like stood up for himself. I didn't see it as him standing up for himself at all. I saw it as him 
once again, caving into the drama, caving into the pressure of the other women and not following his own heart. He's always telling everybody else to follow their heart, trust the process. And I thought it looked really bad on his part to send her home again probably hours after he said she could come back. I do agree with, I actually, I mean, I see that point completely though, because, you know, he sent her home and then he brought her back because he was like, I didn't give her a fair shot. I had to do what I thought was right. And then, like you said, as soon as the women put pressure on him, that it was the wrong decision, so to say, he then, you know, flips the script and and sort of sends her back home. So, I mean, I, I will say, I thought it was a good move overall for just him to move forward with the show. But in terms of like him making it on his own, he was totally influenced. And I think that's a big reason why he did it. Even in his conversation with her when he was sending her home a second time, he said, I really have a strong connection with you. I really like you. I really like being around you. But you're going to have to leave. I mean, if I was her... And I don't really sympathize with her very much. I mean, I don't like her just as much as the next person, but I wouldn't have been, A, as nice about leaving as she was. She was very mature and respectful about leaving again, which Which I would have been very upset. And B, I would have said, well, then you're kind of a pushover for not... I mean, either you're a liar or you're a pushover. Those are the only two options. I think... I don't know. It's just because I think when he brought Alea back, I thought it was... Very fair in that moment. The argument that came up between her and Victoria P when she came back, I thought was very fair. And like like you said, like I'm not one to just stand up for Alea, but the stuff Victoria P said obviously wasn't true about barely knowing Alea and the whole you know Vegas thing and stuff like that. So it kind of made Victoria P kind of look like more of a liar than Alea did. And then obviously the Victoria F situation comes up where Alea's you know talking about all this stuff with with Chase and, and that. So I don't know. I could see where I could see why Peter brought her back, and I could see why he made her go. So I think I think that's why. I'm kind of okay with this situation. I'm just, I'm so happy that that was dealt with within like the first five minutes of the episode, mm-hmm. though, because I did not want three hours of that. I think did we need three hours last night? Yes. Well, the devil yes. works hard and the bachelor producers work hard to make a three hour episode on a Monday night. I thought it was great, but it was a good episode. But regardless of whether we think Peter did the right or the wrong thing with Alea, I think we can all agree that we're not going to particularly miss her presence. Am I no. right? Yeah. Presence, and, no. And it was almost like, Gosh, and she she made when she came back, it made everything so toxic in the house that, I mean, she was getting attacked by literally like what all thirteen, twelve women that mm-hmm. were in the house, and and I and one of the things Peter said, and she seemed to agree with it, was just like you know I don't want to put you through this because I mean literally no one was on her side, no one liked her, and that would be tough to continue, obviously. So I mean, I, that's why I think she was so okay with it because she was she knew like because of what she did and coming back and getting that rose, like she stood no chance to like form any alliances really for the rest of the time right well then there was the rose ceremony and with all due respect to the women that left rest in peace i think we can move on because as we said it's a three-hour episode and we have a lot to discuss none of our favorites left the the only i think notable departure was future football star deandra was kicked off go bears and Uh, the bears could use her honestly she could play quarterback last week dylan said that he was her pick for Bachelorette. I'm going to go out on a limb and say she probably won't be because I think she was sent home too soon. To yeah, you need a little more time, probably. But she I was like she one or two be. weeks away from being a candidate. I think like the group that's left now is like they're all mm-hmm. decent candidates. They're to in be the running. Though DeAndre, I feel like is going to end up in paradise because she just had. I mean, she had enough screen time this season that she probably can make it. 
but she seems like one of the people that's going to be like sent in like the middle of the season yeah to, like, just i can see that drama or whatever well i would love to see her on paradise but we will no longer be seeing her this season that's what so we think. well yeah, exactly you never back. know yeah. with this show but <laughs> we're going to move on to peter's one-on-one with sydney And now, while it was a pretty standard date, his whole thing with her is that she was so, quote unquote, mysterious. She explained her mysterious air about her by the fact that she was a loner in high school. Now, last night, I bought it. Then I I checked Twitter, excuse me, and now I'm not so sure. A lot of good journalists out there on the Twitter (laughs) worlds these days. There are. Mary Kay, tell us about these tweets you found. So these tweets were pictures of Sydney from her yearbook, basically being crowned pageant queen this, beauty queen that, homecoming queen, all of these things. And to me, that's not really, I mean, I was a loner in high school and my yearbook did not look like that. <laughs> so I can smell it from a mile away when somebody's lying. And I don't think... She was truly a loner in high school like she wants him to think she was. I think maybe she's playing that up a little bit, and it's not quite true. However, she responded to these tweets of the pictures of her yearbook by saying, look, you know, those were all based on outer beauty, and it doesn't change the fact that I was isolated from my peers for being of mixed race. And then somebody came back to her again and said that 40% of their high school was black and that nobody would have bullied her for that. So, you know, you just have to see who you trust. Do you trust Sydney, who's on a show and wants to make herself look good? Or do you maybe trust the her former you know, classmates who might be a little bit bitter that she's getting all this attention and they're not? I mean, it's kind of a tough it's tough to call. Like for all we know. Maybe these are the whoever tweeted us. Maybe these are the people that were bullying her and are doing it. I don't know. I don't want. I don't right. want to really make a state. It's, it's I don't. I don't really. You know. Obviously, it, it, this is such a a high upstanding reputable podcast. So I don't really want to make a. <laughs> sta- I, don't, I don't really want to make a statement for like who's right here because it seems like it's a pretty big deal, mm-hmm. and it, it's hard to pass judgment. Check. Yeah, that's an important yeah. part of journalism. Yes. Is fact checking. Yeah, I think if I. Yeah, without getting the facts here, I'm afraid to say anything because you know if I go against her, that could obviously be pretty bad. If that if if the, I, RPR if, people if a lot really of the if a lot of these tweets are false, then going against her is really bad. And and if these tweets aren't false, then maybe you have some some kind of a conversation to have there. But it's I don't it's know. A, it's, it's an issue for our PR people to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to speculate anything, obviously, but um, I will say anytime someone says something on the show. We've seen it with plenty of other women so far this season, and then something pops up on social media. It's usually like people start to question if they're a good character or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, probably for the rest of the way, we you know on Bachelor Twitter, whenever Sydney does something, people might start to question it. So, it might start to hurt her. But I mean, obviously, no one in the house knows it. So, I mean, she'll she'll be fine for now. I don't know. I mean, I've liked Sydney from for most of this season. Um, we'll get into the end of the episode later, but. Yeah, I'm not going to speculate anything. I thought the date was a good time for them. I mean, they literally just went on this little bed in the middle of the jungle. And he said that he was the, she was the best kisser oh, of yes. all of the girls, That's which right. is a bold statement. Oof. If she if she didn't she go back to the house win. and brag about that, Listen, I swear, if she, man. If she doesn't win, I mean, what's Peter telling whoever he ends up yeah. with right now right. after saying that? You're not the best kisser, but I'll take you. That's... 
That's just terrible crisis communication by Peter. You got to know when to decline to, to, to say something. They also were definitely not in a jungle when they had that technique. Like they were in a wide open field. Like, I mean, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know Costa Rican can we geography. Talk, wait, can we talk about the start where Peter starts to say he was attacked by like a puma and they all believed him for a little oh, bit? That was ridiculous. I, was like, what? Was... I, I caught his live from the from the moment he said he was like walking out the trail. I was like, no way the producers will let right. Peter go out walking in the middle of no a jungle. No way does he have time for that. No. What if he died? What if the producer? Oh yeah, we just let him walk in the jungle. Now our sh- our show's done. All these girls are widows. They, they were bring Tyler C in. They were really funny about it though, with the way that they like. They like reenacted him breaking yeah, that his, was running great his head, editing. but then like actually showing the real security footage. <laughs> which, it. however, they found that security footage fantastic work. And then Chris Harrison <laughs> at the end when he did his like like talking about it with like a voice changer thing, and it was so obviously him the whole time because you could see his hair. But like <laughs> it, was. It, it, it was all it was that was very well done. In my opinion, it might have been the best part of a very spectacular. Yes, yes. Mary Kate could have this. I laughed very hard at that point. <laughs> I mean, for those who may not know, what we're talking about. Peter was getting into a golf cart, hit his head on the roof. <laughs> Rookie was Somehow he hit his head so hard or had his <laughs> had to drink drink in his hand too high up or whatever that his head ricochets off the golf cart and he smashes the glass that he's holding in his hand is and he needs like con- twenty two stitches. It would if you see the replay, it's so funny. And is like, how can you be protocol? that? Uh, Probably from, from some of the stuff he's doing, he might be. <laughs> but yeah, it was so funny and hilarious. How drunk do you think he was when that happened? No, there was like water in that glass. <laughs> I, I mean, it doesn't Stephane seem like a sober like that, incident. To be honest. I feel like oh, just walking. I said it's <laughs> reminiscent of Stefan's <laughs> when he broke his, his nose. nose injury. Exactly. Yeah, this, is, this always comes up. All right, <laughs> listen, it was an accident. <laughs> well, I think that regardless, Sydney's day was great. We kind of got off track with the yeah, injury. Yeah, I don't really think Sydney's that relevant. I don't think so either, and. While we cannot confirm or deny the rumors circulating Twitter, there is one notable person that can. She went to the same high school as Hannah B. We've already seen Hannah B. a couple of times this season. And all I'm saying is, Bachelor producers, if you're hearing me, it would be great to bring Hannah B. back to confirm or deny these rumors, even on, say, after the rose. Well, it would have to be, right? Because they've already recorded all this. Yeah. Um, I mean... It would be interesting. I think that might be a fun little interview to have Cindy and Hannah right next to each other on a, on a, on a, on a live show. They graduated the same class yeah. from the same high school. So I'd love to see a little collaboration girls, from so them. If they both were right. pageant girls, so they probably had some competition too, mm-hmm. I would think. But I, I will say that when Sydney and Peter were on their date, and this will probably bleed into our next category or next topic, um, Kelsey was upset that obviously she didn't get to one-on-one even though she just had one but she was talking about Sydney to Tammy and she all of a sudden kind of went into this rant how she thinks Sydney is fake so mm-hmm. there's there's, I'm there's that to think Kelsey's a little fake I yeah I think a lot of them are but Fair. yeah but that that was just interesting you know we're bringing up the possibility of Sydney possibly being fake and Kelsey made that claim while they were on the date together so mm-hmm. there's that well, the next thing that happened was the group date in which they went on a photo shoot in the middle of the jungle for Cosmopolitan. Um, I mean, nothing too crazy happened except Victoria F. was the first to make the move on Peter in front of all of the other women, including the other women that he was posing with, which was a little bit awkward. And then all of the women that were watching were jealous. And then Hannah Ann came in, tried to do the same thing, but it didn't 
obviously have the same effect because Victoria F won that group date. And it was also it was in there too. It was a, a little bit of the beginning of some more Kelsey drama because she mm-hmm. seemed to not understand the concept of the Bachelor. She was talking about how she was like upset there were like other women that were with Peter, and like I don't know if you're gonna go on The Bachelor, I gotta feel like you have to be aware that you're not the only one he's dating. Right. That's kind of the point of the show. Right. So especially when they all call him his girlfriend too, like you gotta you gotta start catching the vibe, Kelsey. Kelsey's just not catching on right now. She's I'm not, not here for it. Also, what Mary Kate mentioned on how Victoria F won with. Peter and they got the little they get the cover for March. That's actually not going to happen. Um, I don't know if it, I googled it last night and couldn't find it. So it's not going to ha- well. It was supposed to be for March. Okay. So, but it's not going to happen because, as we've mentioned briefly on this show, Victoria F was in like kind of ads that were supporting like the White Lives Matter efforts. Right. So the Cosmo editor in chief Jessica Pels, I think she was on the show. Yeah. I think she was mm-hmm. directing it. She gave a quote um, that E News broke. I think this morning. Liv sent it to me. Shout out to her for this. But Twice. she said, "Hope you had the." But she said about Victoria F, quote, the nature of the organization is neither here nor there. Both phrases and the belief systems they represent are rooted in racism and therefore problematic, unquote. So because because of that, because of Victoria F's modeling with, you know, the White Lives Matter efforts, um, they the Cosmo people decided to pull that cover. So we're not going to actually see it. You know what cover I I would have loved to see? Lexi and Peter. Lexi looked so good at that photo shoot in her blue bathing suit. She posted it on Instagram last night. And they blurred uh, was, a little bit of it, too, in the back end, though. She was beautiful. And I would have loved to see a Peter and Lexi cover, but she got disrespected this episode, and we'll talk about that later. Who was it that Lexi it, took a picture with? Uh, Natasha. I, I thought that picture was incredible. Like, it went hard. like In right, terms of like was. photography, that was an incredible picture. Agreed. And it, the blue bathing suit with the red hair, she just had it going on. Also, Cosmopolitan... Either tweeted or put in an article. Then Natasha, like herself, just found that leaf on the ground and was like, "I think this would look great." And then they took the picture. And now they were like, "Wow, that looked great!" Like, shout out media school. Like they teach <laughs> they teach you something. That's they, crazy. The, no, um, Natasha, a graduate of Indiana Media School. <laughs> <laughs> it has been incredible how much off the show drama there's been this season. Like everyone seems to have something that's like right. in their past. Well, you know, it's the age of social media yeah. and the internet and. Everything's gonna come up. Maybe five, six, seven years ago. It's like the, it's like when the, the show was starting to get popular. You know, maybe these yearbooks probably wouldn't have circulated this widespread, or um, maybe even some of the modeling jobs that we've now seen wouldn't have been as widely known. But maybe don't nowadays, support racism. You, that's, and that's you can't hide anything. <laughs> if you're going on The Bachelor, it's going to come up. But we already started talking about Kelsey, so shall we? Sure. Please. Okay, so who wants to take this one? Uh, okay, I'll take it. Yes, um, sir. <laughs> so we get to pass the, we get to the, I don't know if it's called the cocktail party or just after the whole bottling photo shoot thing. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, Tammy was talking to Kelsey when Sydney was on the one-on-one date and Kelsey was a little tipsy when they were talking and Tammy had this idea that she thinks Kelsey is a, little bit of a maybe an alcoholic and a little emotionally unstable so to say so um tammy made the decision to go tell peter um her concerns about kelsey which again we said this so many times whenever you choose to spend your time with him talking about somebody else it's probably not going to bode well for you Mm -hmm. and she brought it up and kelsey 
uh, you know, Peter talked to Kelsey about it, and this whole drama ensues where Kelsey's like, who told who told them I'm emotionally unstable? And it just starts this huge, huge thing. Um, so, yeah, that was essentially what happened between those two. Um, Kelsey kind of made that claim about – or, sorry, Tammy made the claim about Kelsey. Kelsey thinks it's not true, which obviously you'd expect her to react that way, and so ensues a, a big beef between those two. I'm going to be honest – Accusing somebody of being an alcoholic and accusing somebody of popping pills, that's that's pretty serious. And I think, sure, maybe Kelsey was upset. We have to think about the pressurized environment that they're under 24-7, no phones, surrounded by women that are also vying for the same thing as you, cameras following you constantly. It's a very, it's a very high-pressure situation. So, you know what? Yeah, maybe she used wine. Maybe she drank a little bit too much. Maybe she got upset. But I don't really respect Tammy for just going and blatantly, you know, throwing those accusations at Kelsey with very, I mean, one incident of her drinking too much does not make somebody an alcoholic. You know, alcoholism is a real mm-hmm. disease. And I don't know. I I, I couldn't stand yeah. it. She also I mean, brought up, just real fast, she also brought up just like, because she cried for like four hours and stuff, and she cried about Champagne Gate for so long. Which, by the way, did anyone notice that Kelsey and Hannah were like talking? Yeah, they seem like they're friends. They're they're that's, fine. that's blown over. But anyways, yeah, she also brought up like the the whole crying side and like no one cries for that long, etc. So and calling I, crying a mental breakdown or emotionally unstable, mental breakdown, all these things. Okay, she cried. Whatever. Yeah, I think she does cry a lot. But. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'll admit that that the situation with. Kelsey and Hannah Ann and Champagne Gate, and then Kelsey bringing up stuff about Sydney, and then Kelsey getting this beef with Tammy. I mean, at some point you have to realize drama follows certain people, and it seems like drama's starting mm-hmm. to follow Kelsey. And I That's think fair. as much Kelsey goes as other at other people, I think people are starting to get annoyed and coming at her. But as the episode went on, and as the beef continued on with her and Tammy, like you said, Mary Kay, like Tammy's throwing out like really like real terms that have like real meaning and have like really deep stuff. Like if you're gonna call someone an alcoholic or say that someone's emotionally unstable, like there's a lot more to that than someone getting a little mm-hmm. too drunk or someone crying. And I think you have to draw that line where, okay, it's one thing for Tammy to maybe be concerned about Kelsey, but if you're truly concerned about someone being an alcoholic or truly concerned about someone being emotionally stable, then like you approach them and you say, hey, how can I help you? What can I do to help you? Or there's, right. there's she producers She wanted to make stuff. her look bad to Peter to make herself look better, yeah, which is never a good strategy. Approaching, so, approaching The Bachelor while you're a contestant on The Bachelor and saying, hey, I think she's an alcoholic is not going to help anything. Like, maybe mm-hmm. Peter will talk to her about it, which maybe Peter and Kelsey did have a conversation that, you know, couldn't air or something like that, which I, I hope they did. I hope someone had a conversation with Kelsey if this is an actual concern for Kelsey. But if it's not, then it's really messed up that Tammy threw these accusations out. And I'm kind of happy that she went home the, after it. The part that I don't... She didn't Tammy, go Tammy, Tammy didn't, didn't go, go home. home. Oh, that's right. The I'm part, sorry. I think she, she should have. I, I wanted her. I wanted her to she go. She should home. have Spoiled. gone home. But we'll talk about that. The part that I didn't get about that was a. I feel like people just a need to stop using their time to talk about other people. I hate when they talk. Yeah, about that other happens people. literally like, every season. You are on a show. We're trying to get with this guy, and you need to like, f- focus on yourself. You're not helping yourself by talking about other people. At the same time. Haven't we talked in the show in the past about how they have like limits on how much you can drink? So how could I mean, no? I don't think they. I don't think they do on this show. They don't. Oh, I, I don't thought there was so. a rule about that. Okay, well, never mind then. The point I was about to make is going to be completely ir- irrelevant. Skip me, Dylan. Your turn. <laughs> well, I think they do have a limit. I don't. There's probably. I mean, do. there's probably some limit. They don't want like all their contestants blacking out well, with their video. Because my thought would be, if they have a limit on drinks you can have, how does Tammy know she's an alcoholic? 
Maybe for the cocktail parties and things like that, they have a limit. But it seems like Kelsey was just kind of off on her own one okay. night drinking and crying. But, you know, we've all done that, right? Yeah. No I mean, comment. This is Bloomington, Indiana. I'm 20 years I'm old. Age, I have no I'm comment. Sorry. I'm 22. <laughs> I mean... You know, I, I was a fan of Tammy to start the season. I wasn't a fan of Kelsey, and now I'm, after what Tammy did, it's hard to kind of be on her side because, I mean, you can't, she just said that stuff, and, you know, when she was confronted about it, her comebacks were not validated, not strong at all, and you could tell she was just kind of reaching for something that wasn't there. Um, mm-hmm. I still I still think, as Stefan said, I, I'm still not a fan of Kelsey. I still think, you know, she has some issues not, related to alcohol, not related to maybe emotionally unstable stuff, but just in general, like, I don't know if she's, it seems like she's very drama-oriented, which mm-hmm. is not good. And it, it, yeah, like Dylan said, like, it's very different to be drama-oriented and to be emotionally unstable or an alcoholic, so. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to go from Kelsey to Kelly on her one-on-one date. Yes, that, was, that was good. Could Thank be you. Could Thank be developing you. into one of my favorites, honestly. She seems one normal. She is very real. She's way too normal for the show. I loved this date because she was actually honest with him. I think she's really the only woman that's honest with him in saying, you know, this process is really weird. I want, I want to see a future with you, Journey. but I'm not going to say that I'm head over heels. You know, she's not... She's not groveling for him, and I love that for her. And I think he hates that. He does. Oh, he, he, I mean, he, you he can tell, tell he, he wants so much it. attention from her. Like he was getting so mad at her for being so real, and I was like, <laughs> "Which yeah. listen, we were talking about this before." The the best quote of this entire season, I think, it's going to be like yep. this until the end. Say it loud. For is the what in is the what back. Kelly said. You reward drama to Peter, and like that is so true. Yes, sir. And I think that shows in the whole Victoria Pialea situation in the Kelsey, Hannah Ann, the champagne gate and him keeping Tammy at the end of this episode. Unlike what I originally thought, like, <laughs> which, why would I ever think that Peter would do the right thing? But nope. I think that's, that's so true. And well, I will say you, you said you liked the date. I like the dinner, like conversation part. I thought the date itself was, I mean, it's very like tradition based day, like based on like mm-hmm. culture, stuff like that. It was kind of like strange, like, how the well, candle happened to be melting the right way. Right. Then, I mean, the editing was fantastic. Yeah. And everything <laughs> that happened, they intertwined with Peter's interview. And it was really good. But he was saying basically that he was keeping her around just based on their initial interaction, which I think if he told the other women would make them really mad. But Well, it has made them mad before because right. they had they all knew But it hasn't been an issue for thing. a while. But now I think he... He does want Kelly to be almost like he wants her to try harder to vie for his attention. And she, I just I don't think that she feels too confident about the fact that she knew him. I just think that that's not her personality. Yeah. But I mean, at, at some point, you know, to to get ahead or to get a, to stay on the show, you're going to have to do it eventually. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do like Kelly's approach. I mean, she's been very reels we've said you know mm-hmm. she's kind of just telling peter how it is which is which is great and that's what he needs to hear um for a while obviously they showed like a clip of her like packing her bags before she went on the one-on-one mm-hmm. so she was very like if it doesn't go well i'm just gonna leave because she's not here to like i thought mess that around. maybe he wasn't going to give her the rose because she still wasn't saying anything that he agreed with and then he which pulled out the her. rose and gave it to her but they really weren't on the same page in the conversation at all. But she stuck up for herself and said, look, I'm a professional. I 
am an attorney. I'm an educated woman. And you seem to be rewarding drama. You seem to be rewarding these kind of younger, pettier girls. And she's not about it, which good for her. If you're a, if you're a beautiful sh- attorney in Chicago, do not go on The Bachelor. Like, your life is is headed in the right fine. direction. Yeah. Do not go on The Bachelor. And if you do go on The Bachelor, don't let Peter push she you is, around, which is what she's doing, which is what she's not letting him push her around. I learned last night she's a she's a Culver Academy graduate. No way. Shout out Indiana. Shout out Trey Galloway, class of 2020 commit Indiana basketball. So right. that, that's just my tidbit there. <laughs> Sorry. That's awesome. I didn't know that. That's actually really cool. That's. I wonder where exactly in Chicago she lives. I doubt. I mean, I, I'm sure we can find it. I doubt they're because like. Are when, we like when, stalking um, her now? What's happening? What, what was what was the show CBS tried to do? Like the show from England that they try to like recreate Love Island. Mm-hmm. Um, when um, this guy from the region went on and they said he was like a, a grocery store clerk in Chicago and mm-hmm. he's actually lived like a block a town away from me. Oh, grocery store Joe. No, no. Well, I oh. can't remember what his name was. I don't, I don't watch Love Island. So I, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. I just know he won. He, or like you don't like win Love Island. It's kind of like Paradise, I guess. It's mm-hmm. so like multiple people can win, I suppose. He was like one of the winners. I can't remember his name though. But I wonder where she's actually from. I mean, she went to, if she went to Culver. Maybe she's a region rat. Like Steph. maybe she's a region rat. <laughs> All right. I think that's and enough Dylan. on Kelly's date. Right? Dylan and Steph. Oh, and Dylan. I always forget that you're from the region. <laughs> You're just not as annoying about it. All right. Moving on. <laughs> just kidding. Shout out the 312. 219. 219. Oh, 312 is Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Okay. Well, you guys act like you're the same thing. 773 is also Chicago. All right. After Kelly's one-on-one date, Kelsey takes it upon herself to go to Peter's villa and talk to him herself, which I always thought was against the rules, but I guess in Bachelor Nation, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. And I think Kelsey really proved that because- she got exactly what she wanted out of the conversation, and then he pulled a random rose out of his pillow from well, the couch. Well, he went up and got it. No, he went up. And... I thought he just pulled it right from well, behind he his got back. Up. He went up and got it and then put it like in his like, oh, back pocket or whatever. I, I meant to tell you this. I meant to tell you this last night. You got distracted when this happened, and then you, okay. you said this, and I meant to correct you, but then I didn't. Oh. That, that's you on me. You could have saved me from embarrassment. <laughs> oh, God. But that's okay. Um, but what thing. did you guys think about her just deciding to go and do that i think because of what she knew was said she felt she needed to go do it which you know like with the accusations against her i guess it makes sense i see why she went and did it Mm -hmm. um so that was fine and obviously they had a really good moment and you know peter gave her a rose which that was the only issue i had that he gave her a rose she comes and talks to me like all right i got all the clarity i need here's a rose he could have given her just a rose at the ceremony, right. just as easily. Well, because this, I mean, this this conversation then is what you know, care you know, dominoes over into the the rose or or mm-hmm. to, into the cocktail party, which ended up not having one. Because mm-hmm. I mean, this was for her; it was beneficial for her, but it was catastrophic to everybody else. I mean, I feel like at this point, the rules just don't matter. Like <laughs> nothing matters. You anymore. can kind of do whatever you want. It seems like, and Peter just will reward anything, as as Kelly said. Reward drama. Um. So, you know, I, in some way, it was probably good to get some one-on-one. Like, for Kelsey's own interest, it probably was a good move by her just to get the one-on-one time. She got a rose out of it, so it worked out really really well for her in, in the end. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're not going to hear about that again. I, don't, I feel like that's going to come back up in some way. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I agree. I, don't, I agree with Dylan, at least, that he shouldn't have given her the rose in that situation. Like, if this was her—I I, I don't think she did too much wrong— because I think 
that was a conversation like with those accusations that maybe she needed to have with him. I agree. But I think if he was like if he was truly focused on just having that conversation, making sure things were okay, then like you don't just like give someone a rose at the end of that and be like, here you go, like this will make your problems go away. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like if you're there to have a conversation with her, have a conversation with her and give her a rose at the rose ceremony ceremony. And I think if she wanted to have this conversation to kind of clear stuff up that that the other one were saying about her, him giving her the rose, like now she goes back to the house and everyone hates her again. Like how is that helping her she, at all? She mm-hmm. walked up to like all the women back at the at the house or hotel, wherever they were, holding the rose, like, okay. Let me explain. <laughs> right. Yeah, she, like, she knew yeah. right away. She knew right away what was going to happen. I, I don't I I feel like she in her in her own interest probably did the right thing because she just needed to get the one-on-one time that she wasn't going to be able to get otherwise. But it like it's just, it was weird. Like like she I don't know if she had a better way to do it because she wouldn't have gotten that one-on-one time at the cocktail party without someone interrupting her, or someone causing drama in some other way shape or form because it's a cocktail party. But that's party the name of the happens. game. Right, it she is. She broke the rule. But I she, think she there bro- are rules. I'm sorry. I, 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 the, I think the rules are so easily broken, they don't actually matter. I mean, if you think about it, like, Peter's house on this vacation, like, why, why did Kelsey even know where it was? One of the producers had to have told her something. Right. Like, there's no way she just know. If, if she just, like, walked there, then, like, how close is Peter to them, like, at all times? Like, there, there are no, the, the rules don't matter. You know what? Speaking Love of Love has no rules. I think this is a good segue to talk about the cocktail party. Because he said, because of his conversation with Kelsey, he had enough clarity going into the night and he didn't need to have the cocktail party. Well, then, speaking of rules, Tammy decides to say seconds before he's about to give out his first rose, actually, I need to talk to you. He, She goes and talks to him, which if I were Peter, I would have said, I'm sorry. As I said, I have the clarity that I need and I won't be speaking to you because it's not fair for him to talk to Tammy and not the other girls. Well, then McKenna and Lexi and Sheanne are upset, rightly so, because it wasn't fair for Tammy to go and do that. But then McKenna decides to go and pull him aside and have her moment with him. And then Lexi and Sheanne are left the only two, basically, that didn't get much time with him that episode. And they're the two that got sent home. And Lexi was very upset at McKenna and Tammy, and I think she had every right to be. She did. And, you know, before I talk about McKenna and Tammy, I mean, just why is Peter the way that he is? I cannot stand this Gosh, guy. Gosh, I can't He's stand driving him. me crazy with decisions he's making. And before I get into it, segue, shout out Mayor and Anna Marsnick. They are, they are fans of the pod. They text me about it, that they listen, and they said they also don't like Peter. So shout out them for agreeing with us. So let me get into this. I mean— Thanks for listening. Yeah, I mean— Gosh, Peter, like, I can, when's the last time we've seen him have a conversation with Madison? When's the last time we saw him have a conversation with Shan? When's the last time we've had him see, have a conversation with, like, a lot of these women? And he just has one talk with Kelsey and all of a sudden decides to not have a talk with anyone else and just goes straight to the rose ceremony. I mean, like, what is he doing? It's just baffling that he's making these decisions. And it's, you know, putting the women in, in dire situations, sort of, which is why, you know, Tammy felt the, need she, felt the need she had to explain herself. Then McKenna had to, you know, she said she had some things she had to tell him, and she felt the need to interrupt Rat, and it interrupt that, and then it's just a domino Tammy effect. Tammy had nothing to explain. She has no legs to stand on with what she did, what she accused Kelsey of. And really, the conversation was pointless. At least McKenna's conversation revolved more around the fact that she doesn't feel like she gets to talk to him. But I know you guys love McKenna and I know she's a friend of the pod. If she is listening by any by any chance, I'm sorry, but 
All you do is complain. And cry. All Way to she go. does McKenna's is McKenna's literally never coming on the pod now. And maybe she oh wants gosh. to come on to, to defend herself, but all you do is complain, girl. And I would love to see your face if McKenna called in and just went off on so you. Oh, what I would give it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. And then my queen, Lexi, the redhead goddess of the show. Dethroned queen. All she did was be the voice of reason. That's the problem. Look beautiful and follow the rules. And she was completely just taken advantage of because they knew basically that she wasn't going to go and do that because she wanted to. She knew it wasn't fair. And she said, well, then why didn't we just have a cocktail party? I think that after two girls came up to Peter, he should have said, "Okay, you know what? Let's just have the cocktail party already. Like, who cares at that point? You're not taking up that much more time. But Lexi got sent home and I'm I'm sad. So follow up to that. If McKenna and Tammy had not talked to Peter, do you think Lexi was getting a rose? No. I don't think we had seen enough or they had talked enough to establish herself. But, I mean, I agree with Mary-Kate, man. Lexi was awesome. I loved her. It doesn't matter. I, I don't, maybe uh, if I don't had, hate Lexi. I really like Lexi. Lexi deserves to stay on more than Tammy did. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And, maybe and we if all he had loved Tammy her, last week. How things have changed. He yeah. would have, how the show goes. He would have given her another chance. He never really gave her a fair, yeah. a fair shake at things. You know, she only went on group dates, never had a one-on-one. I never saw them talking at cocktail parties. Well, the same applies to Tammy and McKenna. So I feel like, I mean, how do you pick one over the other? Well, Tammy's involved in drama. So that keeps her at the forefront of his mind. And McKenna, I don't know. They always show them dancing and stuff. I mean, here's the problem. If if you've only had like, I don't know, five one-on-ones so far and you have like 15 women in the house, why are you not, not, why are you choosing not to have a cocktail party? You know, Mm -hmm. like so many women have not had one-on-ones and it's just like, mind-boggling how mm-hmm. Peter just skips that and thinks his mind's made up. And then I saw a preview that next week he gives a one-on-one date to Hannah, Hannah Ann. Ann, who I feel like he spends so much time with already. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. Well, I feel like at this point in the show anyway, he's at a stage where he just has a pretty good connection with everyone left. Cause That's true. You, I will say right down. now it's going to get really, it's getting hard to predict predict who's going to move on because a lot of the women left are like oh, I, I think, feel like in pretty good situation. I mean there's a few I think like, on the most of them at this point. And Tammy too are on definitely on the bottom end. Alright here's here's what I'll say about this situation because I need to stand up for McKenna but let me okay first I think Peter having a conversation with Kelsey and then saying he has clarity and then still giving the roast to Tammy shows me that he had absolutely no clarity from that situation. Thank like, you. How, like, Thank you. If, if Kelsey's conversation really swayed him so much where he's like, okay, I know what I'm doing, what could Kelsey have possibly said in that conversation that made him think, oh, yeah, Kelsey and Tammy should <laughs> yeah. stay on the show? Like, what What are you thinking, my I'm guy? I'm sure the producers probably told him to keep Tammy. I mean, probably, but moving on from that, I think – Tam, here's where I think the difference between Tammy breaking the rule and McKenna breaking the rule is. And I know I'm biased and I'm probably going to stand up for McKenna more than anyone ever will. And maybe, for, maybe you know what? Maybe McKenna TikToks. needs a guy like me to stand up for her. Because okay? of her TikToks. <laughs> because of her TikToks. She but, needs a guy listen. like you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, McKenna, you deserve way better than me. But <laughs> first and foremost, Tammy, Tammy pulled him aside so she could talk about a situation that deserves another woman or that includes another woman and how he how she thinks she's to stay and th- this beef between her and Kelsey, like blah, blah, blah which is just going to carry over and it's just going to get worse in my opinion. That's why Tammy pulled him aside. At that point, when you break the rule, you set the precedent that anyone can break the rule. And after that, McKenna was allowed to do what she was going to do. And I think McKenna was almost doing him a favor by making him stop talk- stop talking to Tammy 
and talk to McKenna instead. And at that point, I think McKenna, as upset as she's been, and I know everyone calls her out for being as emotional as she is, like as emotional as she's been, she hasn't done anything to piss anyone else off. And she make did anyone last else night. Be- she pissed Lexi last off. Last night. Well, yeah, Lexi's gone, so no beef. No beef. You, Ugh, I was you snooze, so you mad. lose. You snooze, you lose. But I think it seems like I think she's McKenna, about to get in beef. Next I think week, McKenna though. just got really fed up, and that's why she pulled him aside after Tammy pulled him aside. And I think we're about to see McKenna get really fed up when she has beef with. I think it's supposed to be Tammy based seems on like what the it. previous. I'm going to get really fed up with McKenna. So <laughs> I will. I will also say because I probably run out of time here, but I will say that you know one problem that I had with Lexi and even Sydney was like. When Tammy would talk to Lexi about Kelsey when she was drinking that one night, they were all talking and seemed fine with it. And then go to the before the right before the rose ceremony, everyone's just yelling at each other. I mean, it just seems like everybody's so fake right now, except for like except for like Mad Madison and Hannah Ann were like upstairs away from all mm-hmm. of it, which was like fantastic. It was very shout out those two. Um, but also, I you know yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna say. It just seems like everybody's just like fake right now and just saying things just to. Get ahead or whatever. Well, speaking of Madison and Hannah Ann, as you said, we're almost out of time, so we are going to do our traditional picks. Um, Dylan, we missed you so much last week here in the flesh, so you can go first and give us your picks. All right. Um, winner will be... I don't even remember who I said last. I said uh, Kelsey would win. She's mm-hmm. not going to win anymore. The winner will be... Let's say Kelly will win. Wow. Ooh. Why not? Hopeful. Let's see. Let's say uh, Madison's still my favorite by far. Not even close. And the next Bachelorette, um, I don't know. I mean, Hannah Ann's been pretty good lately. She's been proving herself. I feel like she's starting to come around to a lot of people, and mm-hmm. if she keeps that up, I can see her. She's got enough you know, personality to, to do it. So mm-hmm. we'll go winner, Kelly, favorite Madison, next Bachelorette, Hannah Ann. All right. Matt? For the first time... I am making a change to my predictions. Coward. I've made a change every single week. Yeah, I have actually changed every single week. I think I might be pretty consistent. Matt and Mary Kate have been very consistent, but I've changed things every week. I'm changing my things up too. Except Matt. Madison's going to be the favorite for a while. Matt and I always have the same pick, so I hope he doesn't choose the same as me. My winner is the same. I still have Hannah Ann winning. My bachelorette pick has changed. I think Natasha actually. It's my bachelorette pick right Ooh, now. Ooh, she's fun. We she haven't has talked about her a lot, but she's been really good. Yep. Sleeper pick. I, I think she is kind of a dark horse pick there. She's I, She has been someone who's always been... You talk about Lexi being a voice of reason. I think Natasha has been someone who's well, really Well, Natasha been and very Lexi outspoken. were good friends, and they were both kind of always the bouncing yeah. off of each other. So I, I think she's going to... Because of the fact that she actually is like seems to have a personality, seems to be you know outspoken... Really entertaining. Um, I think I, that's why I'm changing my pick to her right now because I think she's more of a person you can build a show around compared to Madison, mm-hmm. um, who has been my bachelorette pick for a long time. Madison still is my favorite. I think she's the the the, the most sane person on this show. Um, she seems like she's like the nice, genuine person. Doesn't seem to have a lot of real flaws, which. She seems a little too perfect in that regard so far, so we'll see what happens. Well, how long has on. she been your favorite? Um, it's like not the whole time. I think she's I, my favorite's kind of bounced around a little bit, but like like my. I thought your favorite was Hannah Ann. Hannah, it's it's my favorite's bounced around. It's more so been like the like like the winner and then batch the rat pick has been Hannah Madison the whole time. Yeah. But this was the first week that I changed that. My favorite, I don't know. I don't know if I like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> <Sheesh>. Like. <laughs> 
All right. So, I don't know. Um, Chris Harrison's that was my favorite. Funny. That was funny. <laughs> I right. think, okay, Steph? so I'm actually staying pretty consistent with what I think I said last week. I, I said, I, I'm saying, I think Hannah Ann's going to win. And low key, I might have accidentally clicked a link on Twitter and saw like some rumors that she wins. So Hannah Ann? Yeah. But I don't, See, I don't, we're supposed I, to I thought, stay away from thought, that on the podcast. I thought, I thought the whole, purpose. I thought the, no, right? I thought the whole thing was that the ending of this show is going to be so dramatic that you would never be able to predict it or Listen, never be able to figure it out. It's just rumors, Cohen. Listen, it's just a rumor from a tweet or Twitter account that wasn't even verified. Was okay? it reality, Steve? <laughs> no. Anyways, I think Hannah Ann wins. I think uh, Madison ends up being the Bachelorette. But I, I, going back on what Cohen said about how he thought Natasha had like a personality stuff, I don't know, like. If Madison really has the personality for Bachelorette, I don't think she does. But whatever, I'll say she's going to be the next Bachelorette. Sleeper pick on Bachelorette. Watch out for Kelsey. If she if she keeps causing drama, they might want her back. And then my favorite is still McKenna. Um, I will add though that I think either Wednesday or if they don't have a rose ceremony the next week, um, I think we're seeing McKenna's and uh, run come to an end. If they do, I think Tammy's gone first. And then if they do two rows, two people gone, then I think like McKenna's like the next one. I'm excited so. for the two on one should start soon, and that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. I think so, I think, I think McKenna, if she can just hang around, her her one on one is coming, and I'm begging the producers to give me that. Based on the it's pre- coming, based on the preview, it just doesn't seem like that's it doesn't seem like it. No. I think she might. How old is Peter? I think she might be too young for Peter. Like she's 22. I agree. Come to Bloomington. She was in Nashville last weekend. Come to Bloomington, McKenna, please. All right, I'm changing I'm all of my Mary picks Mary Kate won't week. hang out with you. Don't worry. No, I won't. I'm changing all of my picks this week. I say winner, Madison. Next Bachelorette, Victoria P. Mm. Bet. Okay. Favorite, I'd like to give a tribute to my queen, Lexi. I've slept on you all season, and I loved you this season. You don't, you don't realize episode. what you have until it's gone. You really don't, and I'm just going to miss her so much. And the, the great thing about her is you can also tell that the other women really liked her and respected her as a friend because they were in tears as she was leaving, um, hugging her. And, you know, they def- she definitely was a good friend. She was that voice of reason. She was beautiful, and I just hope – I just – Want the best for her. Honestly, I hope I don't see her on Bachelor in Paradise. You want to know why? Because I hope she finds a man before that. That's better than any of these trash guys that want to be on TV for The Bachelor. No. I hope she finds her true love. And I don't know. I I almost like want to dye my hair red because of her. I just love you, Lexi. And I'm sorry for the way Peter treated you. But you deserve better. Dylan wear red today in honor of Lexi. <laughs> true. Rest in peace. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for us here. Wait, did you? You didn't even. You said well, your winner. Yeah, I said winner, Madison. Oh, so, you, so, you're, so you just gave your past favorite. You're not giving a current favorite. She's my current favorite. But she's gone. Who's your Doesn't favorite? From, who's your favorite from the people that are left? Come on. Honestly, I'm kind of with Cohen. I don't love any of them. Oh, Madison's fine, but Kelly? I don't know enough about her. Kelly. Okay, I'll go with Kelly. I liked Kelly. She kind of bugged me at the beginning of the season, but now I think she's a pretty logical, strong woman. So we'll go with Kelly. She I might like be that. her lawyer one day. So I'll never get over so. her cheating in the obstacle course. So same that True. you know, but I like that she doesn't let Peter push her around. So that is officially going to do it for us here in Studio 8A in the Media School, Franklin Hall, Bloomington, Indiana. If anybody wants to come on the podcast, let us know. This week is a very special week because there is another episode on Wednesday night, so we will 
talk to you again on Thursday. For Dylan, Matt, and Steph, I'm Mary-Kate Hamilton, and we'll talk to you soon.